Welcome to AMR Trains, a podcast about training and racing and endurance sports. I'm Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. And I'm Sarah Wastner Flynn. Glad to be back with you, Dimity. I loved last week's episode with Kathy and Sarah Bowen Shea on motivation. It was so good. It was exactly what I needed to hear as we enter these cold, unmotivating winter months. So I know, I Kathy. know. I know. I almost need to listen to it myself because yeah, I'm already kind of feeling those like like this morning, I was like, oh, I had book club last night. I had a couple glasses of wine and um, we got our first snow or not our first snow, but our first substantial snow here in Colorado yesterday and today. So uh, school was canceled for or delayed for two hours. So I was like, oh, if school's delayed, then I don't need to get up either. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so just a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, negotiating with myself, I guess, um, which, yeah. you know, is human, right? It totally when this when it starts snowing, I saw that on the news and I thought of you because it's going to it's hitting like upstate New York and Buffalo this weekend. And then they kind of flipped over to Colorado. And I was like, oh, I think that that's still early for you guys, isn't it? It's kind of early. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I will never turn away moisture at this point in our, mm-hmm. you know, global <laughs> environment, you know, so yeah. we definitely need it here. But Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo is getting like four feet. We got like four inches. It's just, you know, it, but everybody, you know, the, the roads get slippery and the school buses get, you know, they get the schedules get screwed around and stuff. So that's what that is. But Buffalo is seriously like they are getting like rock'em sock'em blizzard. I know. <laughs> so, I hear you. We see you, Buffalo. And I wonder, I mean, I wonder if it's all of upstate New York or if it's just that one corridor. I don't know. Buffalo always seems to get the most, doesn't it? So yes, and they know, yes. how, fortunately, they're, they're pretty good about handling snow and like dealing with it. But I was hearing about like clearing everything from the roofs because that's what causes all the, you know, that houses roof will collapse, hopefully not, but um, it's just so much work. And I kept thinking like, thank goodness we're not there. We're cold here, but no snow. And I don't think for a while, hopefully. Yeah. 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 Okay. So anyway, Dimini, we're here recording just a few days before Thanksgiving. And before I even decided what I'm contributing to the meal, I had to figure out where I was turkey trotting because, you know, it's not Thanksgiving without a turkey trot, right? And actually, did you know that the tradition stems back to 1896 and that the oldest turkey trot is in Buffalo? Speaking of Buffalo, oh by my the way, gosh, I wonder if they're going to be able to have it. I know, I know. Well, they have had it every single year. So it's since 1896. It's actually, so, yes. like, you know, it's over. I mean, it's we're going on like 130 ish, maybe. 20-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And they even had it during that map. Yeah. (laughs) They even had it during the pandemic when all the other races shut down. It was 125th year and they they brought 125 runners to represent every year that they had been in existence. And I I was reading this Runner's World article this morning about, about it by Jenny McCoy. And it said that there was only six participants the first year back in 1896. It was an 8K Four of them made it to the finish line. One runner excused himself after two miles. Another dropped out when his late breakfast refused to keep its proper place. (laughs) As we know what that means, I think. Yeah. I guess and, there's probably no porta potties around there at that, you know, 1896. I'm thinking you're, you're beelining for the woods, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of your race. Um, <laughs> and then the winner, his name was Henry A. Allison. He crossed in 31 minutes and 12 seconds, which is actually a six minutes per mile pace, which is, you know, it's pretty speedy. Yeah. 
That is pretty speedy. I mean, I'm I'm wondering what they ran in, what kind of shoes. I mean, I know Chariots of Fire were like Converse. I what what they what they were what were they running in like 1896? Not I don't know. Chucks, we'll probably. We'll have yeah. To look it up. There's probably yeah. some photographic evidence, but yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty cool that they've been doing it. You know, like it's it always seems kind of like a new, fresh concept to me, turkey trotting. But you know, it's been around forever. It's been around forever. Yeah. Well, and you also noted that women they've been in this Buffalo race for 50 years mm-hmm. this year. So, I mean, that's. Is that kind of, I mean, Title IX just also celebrated its 50th anniversary. So I guess it goes kind of hand in hand there, huh? Right. I think it was happening around the country with Boston, too, that year um, was also because they just celebrated their 50th year. And I think New York did, too. So it was right up there with all, you know, all the big races. And it still is um, one of the biggest races. Like we said, we hope that they have it. All you folks in Buffalo planning on running it on Thursday. Hopefully you guys. Oh, I'm sure they, they will. I mean, they're yeah. hardy folks. If they live in Buffalo, New York, like they they are hardy by definition, you know, like that's just True. and and the roads will be. I don't know if they'll be cleared by then, but they'll, 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 they'll make it work. I know they will. (laughs) Right. And they make it work all over the country. Like, I guess there are huge turkey trots in Dallas, which get like 20,000 people. There's also the competitive ones, like the Manchester road race in Connecticut. Do you, do you know anything about that, Sarah? You're kind of more in that competitive scene. Yeah, it's definitely a big race for pro runners. Um, I know that I always think, oh, don't they want a day off? Why are they racing on Thanksgiving? But I think it's big, yeah. big prize money and big exposure for pro athletes. I didn't do my homework to see who's on the start list this year, but I imagine some of the fasties will be there. Yeah. Sure. Are, are, are turkey trots as a rule, are they always 5K? No. 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 The very first one I did was a 10K. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. And I think that the Manchester one is like just under five miles. So they just have different distances. I think 5k is the most, you know, welcoming distance for those non runners, people who do it as a sure. annual tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is one here in Denver. It's um in, it's the, this year, it's actually the 49th annual mile high United way Turkey trot. They're looking for 9,000 people to show up. Um, it is four miles. And I will tell you that I did that four mile race. I never, I have never done it in wash park. I did a four miler like way back in the day. I think it was around July. I needed to do like a, a time trial. So we did that and holy cow, I just, I don't think I've ever done a harder race in my life. It was <laughs> so hard, so hot, hilly. Um, I was there with a friend, her, her daughter ran it and she threw up. I mean, it was just, oh, it, no. was, it was, yeah. So I'm, I'm not going back. Needless to say, we do do. <laughs> Some things like we kind of have some pickleball tournaments um, with mm-hmm. our family. I just like the idea of like kind of moving and laughing and having fun before sitting down and, you know, and then getting feeling comatose and watching football. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. That's pretty I, much that's the order of things I like to go in on Thanksgiving. I think that's that's awesome. Whatever you can do to get out there, pickleball, you know, you burn so many calories anyway. And it's not about burning calories. It's just about going out and having fun and being with your family. And what I love the most is that I'll be with family members who aren't necessarily runners and yeah. they'll do it, you know, because they're like, okay, if everybody else is doing it, everybody else is getting up and going to do this race, I'll do it too. And then I just love to see like that sense of accomplishment when they actually finish and they're like, Hey, okay, maybe I'll become a runner now. And then sometimes, you know, I've seen the transformation and some, they just, you know, they're just yeah. one year runners. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what's, so. your, what's your typical conversion rate from year to year? I mean, are we oh, getting one or two low. runners in the back? <laughs> pretty low. 
um, you know, there's that like meme or the, you know thing that it rolls around every year on on Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving. It's about like I've married into a family that runs for fun on Thanksgiving, and yeah. that's what I feel like it was the opposite. Like, well, that's what my husband. That was for him for sure because his family was never runners at all, and they were very good athletes. Like you know, lacrosse, soccer, but they never ran for fun. And then I came along and I was like, Hey guys want to do a Turkey trot? And they were like, no, that sounds awful. And now they always do a Turkey trot. We've done one together. When we ever spent, whenever we spend Thanksgiving together, we do one. So I converted them and I mean, there's five of them. So I don't know what the, that rate would be. That's pretty good. I'm looking at a hundred percent there. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, so what are your plans for this year? I know last year you were in a boot. So this year, are you like, like, you know, kind of like, you know, almost frothing at the mouth to get back out there again? (laughs) Um, I am going to stage my own turkey trot this year. So I'm very excited for this. We are having somewhat of like a family reunion in Cambridge, Maryland, which is on the Eastern shore. And we're staying in this old farmhouse. And I, when I was looking at the house, I was like, there's a half mile straight driveway to get to the house. I was like, that's perfect. We don't even have to measure. We can do like kids run can be the half mile or the mile. And then the adults can go a little bit further out because there's this property that's like a really big property. So I'm going to go on Wednesday and, and map out the course. And then there's about 40 of us. Um, wow. Most, yeah. Most of whom are staying at the house. So we're going to have hopefully a little morning meeting and, you know, getting together and then an unofficial turkey trot. But um, my sister and I are both training for a half marathon, which is going to be the following weekend. So I think we actually will, we'll do it as a workout or we'll incorporate a workout somehow into it because, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So 40, so do you have bibs and stuff? Like how, how pro are we, are we turning this, this uh, unofficial turkey trot? <laughs> I was going to go all out because, you know, I, I did a race directed a 5k last month. Yeah. Um, that kind of burned me out. I was like really gung ho <laughs> about it. And then I was like, oh man, those bibs took, you know, everything just took a little bit longer than I thought. I have so much respect for race directors now and the t-shirts I was going to order. And then I kind of missed the deadline for that. So I think we're just going to do like homegrown. Maybe we'll make our own bibs. Maybe we'll puffy paint shirts, whatever it is. I'm going to let kids decide what they, there's lots of kids. So we'll decide what they're going to do. It's just going to be about getting up and moving in, in the morning together. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I always do love the, the, the handprint Turkey. You can't go wrong yeah. with a handprint Turkey <laughs> tracing that four feathers, one, one beak. I mean, exactly. You know, that's an easy way to, to make your shirt a Turkey trod shirt. So yeah, we're definitely doing some crafting with the kids. I think the night before just to <laughs> get something together and uniform. Oh, we, we got to see pictures. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm excited for you guys. Well, um, speaking about traditions, which you're cr- going to create one, Sarah, yourself this weekend, our guest today, Michelle Doty Taylor, will be sharing her turkey trotting tale and how she uses the annual event to inspire others. And as she says, kickstart both fun, new traditions and healthy new habits. So Michelle is a mom of three daughters who lives in Plainview, New York. And not only is she a mother runner, but she's built a successful career in the running field as the head of global sports sponsorships at Tata Consultancy Services. She works on the marketing side of major running events, including the London Marathon and the New York City Marathon. We'll be right back after this break. So welcome, Michelle. So happy to have you on. Thank you. Thank you, Dittany. And Sarah, this is such a treat for me as well. And especially to, to talk about my favorite holiday and my favorite activity all together. 
all together. Yeah. Well, so first of all, let's get it out here. What's your favorite dish on Thanksgiving? Oh my goodness. It's the, it's without question, the sweet potato pie with the marshmallows on top. Mm -hmm. You got to have the marshmallows, right? Yeah. 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 No, like sweet potatoes without that is just feels, it feels robbed a little bit, right? Totally naked. Yeah. Totally naked. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, so Michelle, I mean, Sarah kind of introduced you and my gosh, what a cool job you have head of global sports sponsorships, but tell us a little about yourself as both a person and a runner before we get to your Thanksgiving love. Sure. I'm a, a runner since middle school, right? So I've been a runner most of my life and, and I've really just found such an incredible community and friendship and love of the sport. And my involvement with running has changed over the years, right? Mm-hmm. From it being a competitive sport for me to it being more of a mindfulness practice, right? Um, sure. Especially as as I've gotten on, running for me now is is a form of maintenance, mental and physical. Mm-hmm. And and I love that, but I've spent, you know, I feel like so many years surrounded by running events, by runners themselves. Um, again, it, having this opportunity to just play in the sport and work in the sport has been an incredible treat. And I've got three girls who I encourage to be active, whatever that means to them. And we, you know, regularly will offer out to them to come join me every, every day I go for a run and every day I say, who wants to go around the block and anybody that's interested and willing to, to take me up on that offer. I'm happy to have join at whatever pace and, and whatever length that, that they want to join in on. So, so what's your conversion rate there? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag and it changes over the years, right? My, my oldest has definitely been involved in cross country and track and throughout her middle school and high school experience. Um, my middle daughter who has some special needs, I got to say, it was the most magical thing when on her own, she decided to join the track team. Aww, and I could, wow. I could literally tear up talking about that experience because from, from the point of inclusion, I mean, again, running is this amazing sport that gives to us in so many different ways. And for me as a parent to be able to see that she's, I mean, typically she hasn't been able to join her peers in like a typical educational setting. So for her to join a school team and to be embraced and to be able to participate in a way that, that, that that was good for her, but also allowed her to feel part of that team and community was just, it was so amazing to watch. And I, I am so thankful that she took that initiative, right. And expressed interest and continues to be interested in being part of that. So it it was really special. And how old are your daughters, Michelle? So they're 16, 14 and 12. Evenly spaced. Nice work on that. (laughs) Yeah. So Michelle, tell us about your ties to turkey trotting in a nutshell, like starting, you you started out as a teen, huh? Kind of like Sarah, you you have a long family tradition. Right, right. It really started with the middle school, I mean, I should say the high school track coach where he required it. He said, all right, we're, we're all uh, meeting at this turkey trot in Huntington, New York, and, and this is going to be the workout on the Saturday prior to Thanksgiving. And it was fun, right? So we we started that as a regular tradition. Once we graduated high school, a bunch of us decided, let's just keep coming back to that turkey trot. It's it's like a bit of a reunion for us. We got to see our high school track coach. We got to meet members of the new team. And we got to bring home teammates that we had made in college that were coming home for Thanksgiving with us. So it became a, such a beautiful tradition. Mm-hmm. And so you kept that up for a while. But I think once you had kids and once they entered the scene, so many of us can relate 
the kids kind of took the forefront and you had to take the back seat to these turkey trots. So how did your turkey trotting kind of evolve once kids came around? Again, like you said, we enjoyed the turkey trot experience for so many years, but once we had kids, especially the three little ones, um, it got complicated, right? And part of me struggled with that because I love the idea of celebrating this holiday and, and with some physical fitness worked in, but with three young kids, we couldn't figure out how to do it. And eventually um, we got to the point where we said, let's DIY this, right? You know, Sarah, to, to your point in mm-hmm. what you're doing this year, right? I said, it doesn't have to look like the, the typical turkey trot. We can make this into whatever works for our family. And so we started just talking about it and trying to figure out how it could work. And then the kids had a lot of interest because at that point they had started doing a little school day running program. So within our school district, they introduced like a, a kind of a mighty milers type of program and the kids were really into it. So we, I, I have a twin sister who lives in the same town as I do and we're running partners as well. And she's, she and I were talking about it and we said, well, let's take advantage of this enthusiasm and set up something, you know, on Thanksgiving morning for these kids. And it became the talk of the school lunchroom. It started taking on a life of its own and, and pretty soon we had no choice, but to make this happen. That's so mm-hmm. cool. So tell about it. Is what is it called the Mega Milers Turkey Trot? Is that the right name? Right. That was what we called it the first year, right? Okay. And, and that came from the kids, right? Because they had done this Milers program and they were like, we're going to do the Mega Milers. That's perfect. <laughs> you know, let's, we're going to do the, the Mega Mileage Turkey Run. And we really tried to keep it as simple as possible. And we, we just planned it for the pocket park that was really practically in our backyard, mapping out a little route and messaging out all of the classmates and neighbors of, of our kids and said, hey, here's what we're doing on Thanksgiving. We would love for your families to come join. It's casual, you know, show up at this time. We're going to let the kids run and we're going to get them these little we had ordered online these turkey medallions. They're plastic charms that go on like a bike chain <laughs> type of necklace. And you would not believe what these kids would do to earn one of these charms, right? So we, you know, literally just with chalk drew out a start line. We set up a little snack table. People didn't even know what to expect of this. They showed up like it was a big play date with boxes of munchkins. <laughs> like <they weren't> <laughs> I stuff. love it. It was so fun. And it and again, we just set the kids off running. When they completed their lap, they earned a turkey medallion. And then they kept saying, Can I do more and earn more? We we're like, go for it, right? Like just let them be. And and we even encouraged the parents to run too. I, I think that's probably a, a big piece of this, is like really like letting people participate in their own way, but it's not just a moment where the parents are standing cheering for the kids. Like, let's get everybody involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So each year we've evolved it a little bit more and more. The following year, last year, actually two years ago, we moved to another park. We started doing a little few more activities. We did the run, but then we did turkeys and burpees, right? (laughs) (laughs) You you can get as creative with this stuff as you want. We did a shuttle run with baskets of food items for Thanksgiving, a jar of cranberry sauce, a box of stovetop stuffing, a cans of corn, right? And then you put it all in a basket on one end and you create two teams and you shuttle run it, right? You pick up one item, bring it to the basket on the other and run back, tag your teammate. And 
Mm-hmm. We had kids and family members that were just literally lined up doing this nonstop for 40 minutes. It oh was 40 so minutes? Fun. Yes. Wow. It, was, it was like the relay that would never end. It was hysterical. <laughs> it was hysterical. So you started off maybe just with your kids and your sister and your your nieces and nephews, but how 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 far has it grown? How many kids are you dealing with now? Yeah. So, I mean, it started out that first year, I think we had about 40 or 50 kids, which, which we oh, felt like nice. was a lot. We were like, yeah. whoa, what have we done here? Um, and, and then there was one year where it was absolutely freezing out. I think we dipped down closer to 25, but then it's been consistently about that number. However, last year, we were approached by the PTA, which, which we're part of anyway. And the PTA said, hey, you two run this turkey trot every year. Would you consider doing it as part of a PTA activity, fundraising for the school, and we'll do it on school property and we'll promote it to the whole district? And so, of course, we, we couldn't say no to that. <laughs> so we, we, we started working with the school and really took it to the next level. So we, we basically did it at the middle school track. We invited all the other PTAs to come and have little refreshment tables or fundraise for various school scholarships. And, and we brought in a music system and, and I got my husband an inflatable turkey costume and I didn't wear it, right? <laughs> sure, he was thrilled with that, that evolution, oh, yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He's such a trooper. Um, And we we basically set the kids running on the track and the parents and whoever else wanted to join from the community. And we had last year, it reached, um, gosh, I feel like it was well over 100, could even have been almost 200 people because we had it as as rolling starts, right? Mm So um, people can show up and come do their laps, earn their golden turkey medallion, which has become a thing here in Plainview (laughs) and, you know, get some snacks and then join on the infield for turkeys and burpees and and kind of fun and games on the infield. I love it. Yeah. It's just evolved and it's, it's just so much fun to see everybody together. Okay. So I got to ask you a question. Logistically, I mean, it's, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to plan one. I, I won't because my kids are teenagers and they'll just roll their eyes at me like older teenagers. But like, so turkeys and burpees, first of all, like, what is that? What, what's the turkey part? I know what burpees are. Right, right. We've gone through different iterations of this all the time, right? So turkeys and burpees, it was basically like a challenge. Sometimes we just set up these little challenges, even for our, ourselves and our kids of, you know, how many burpees can you do within a minute, right? Sure. And so it, it's more of just taking the group of kids and saying, all right, you know, we're going to do a burpee and then flap your arms and gobble, gobble, right? Oh, <laughs> perfect. Each That's burpee, a turkey. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that, that was sort of the, the concept behind turkeys and burpees. Turkeys and burpees is, is you basically, you know, do about 10 burpees and you, and you do the gobble, gobble, flapping of the arms in between each, which is just um, silly, but, but, you know, that's the kind of good, good fun. That's that, fun. Um, yeah, it's good totally fun. fun. The kids love it. I'm stealing that idea for my track team, by the way. Cause <laughs> there you go. And what about I'm, turkeys and burpees? Yep. Yeah. Like how long is the race? I mean, is, I know that's really not, you know, it really doesn't matter the distance, but I'm, I, again, if people are thinking like, well, what's a good distance for 10 year olds or for parents that don't run? Like what, what would you say, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've set it up to be as flexible as possible. Again, we just want to, the point is to get people out and start to to move and just think about it, right? So yeah. for some people, for the little kids, one lap is fine, right? That's yeah. okay for mm-hmm. them. And for older kids, we, we really encourage them to do four laps. Walk it, okay. jog it, you know what I mean? Um, skip it if you want to. But, you know, we, we definitely encourage you to, you know, take your time and, and, and do your four laps and then, you know, come 
celebrate and party. There are some kids that are so motivated that they want to do three miles, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's okay too. We basically have the track, have the space, have the music and the fun set up for 90 minutes. And during that time, people can do as much or as, as little as they choose. So it's quite flexible. Nice. But as long as you do it, you get your medallion or do you get more medallions the more you do? Right. As long as you do it. Um, I, I mean, that in the first few years when we were a little more uh, casual about things, we would let the kids earn multiple medallions and we had different colors and, and they wanted to collect all the colors. As, as we've gotten, the numbers have gotten higher. We basically have said, okay, everybody will earn one golden turkey medallion and you collect it after you've completed your laps, whatever nice. you set out to your personal goal to be, whether that's nice. one or four. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we do, you know, have some bibs. They're they're not, you know, again, we could you could keep this as simple as you want. Um, we did bibs because it just made it more fun for folks to feel like they're doing something mm-hmm. that's different than um, than maybe gym class, right? Um, and we ordered the bibs off at Amazon, right? It was just just that simple is how we Perfect. tried to keep it. Yeah. And um, yeah, the, the bibs, the music, again, the infield games is is really casual too. That that's the you know whether you want to do some turkey burpees or you want to um, be part of this never-ending shuttle run, Thanksgiving shuttle run. <laughs> um, you know, you can kind of choose your own adventure. I love it. I love it. Well, and you talked a little bit about your middle daughter earlier, but tell us kind of how she gets to participate in this because. Like you said earlier, it's a, it's running as such an inclusive sport. And um, does she like to do the turkey burpees or is she a runner? Or tell us a little bit about how she gets to spend that day. Yeah, I mean, we definitely make an effort to invite her all her classmates out. And what's so great uh, now that we've moved from the park to the track is that it's a, a flat, soft surface, right? So yeah. anybody, even if they're a, a roller or, or a wheeler or whatnot, it's a, a safe surface for everyone to participate. And she, she does her lap like everybody else. Um, she loves to hand out the medals as well. So she helps in distributing those. And she is such a cheerleader. So that's a big part of it, too, is, is getting everybody out there to just support each other in, in whatever their personal goal is that day. Yeah. There's a lot of cheering that happens. What a like lovely way to start Thanksgiving, right? Like really just is. a day of community, a day of gratitude. Like, gosh, it makes me almost teary. I kind of want to come to Long Island and see it. I won't, I won't <laughs> lie, Michelle, because we're not doing that around here. I can tell you that. Yeah. Cause I know that some schools around here do things like that, but they don't do it on Thanksgiving, but it's kind of nice to think like everybody's getting up in the morning and before they go and do their own you know, family thing that they're doing this community event, which is really special. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, that's the been, I will say, the, the shift that we did make is when we were doing it ourselves, we did it on Thanksgiving morning. Once mm-hmm. we started doing it with the PTA, we had to shift to the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So, that makes which sense. was very, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think in some ways, you know, it, it allows us to get maybe more people in other ways. It, it was a shift for us in our tradition, right? But it's allowed us to, to actually continue to do both. Like we still can do our own family turkey run where we put on our silly turkey hats and run around gobbling and joking in our loop around the neighborhood, picking up people along the way. And yet we can still do this bigger community event too. Yeah. And you capture more people who might be traveling over Thanksgiving as well. So do you raise money just for the school PTA or do you choose like a different charity every year? So far, it's been mostly for the school PTA and whatever you know, school programming or, or specific fundraising that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. 
we also last year, like we offered the other PTAs. If you want to set up, like we had this SEPTA, the special education PTA on site too, and they were selling, or I shouldn't say selling, but they were offering turkey headbands and hats, right? So you, you know, all the fun headbands you can get with turkey legs and turkey hats and all that kind of stuff. They were selling those on site in exchange for a donation for their scholarship fund that they give oh, out nice. each year, right? So it, it's really open to the kind of the whole school ecosystem for, for different fundraising for whatever initiatives and, and projects that they might have. That's great. The turkey gear is key. The, yes. I, I, mean, I think that I, sort of adds to the fun. Well, as you were talking, I was thinking, hmm, I need to go get some turkey stuff for this homegrown <laughs> turkey threat that I'm doing. I haven't bought a thing. So I'm like, where should I go to go get my turkey? You know, the hat that they have that has like the two turkey legs? Oh, yeah. I need to order we some can. of those on Amazon before I leave on Wednesday for sure. We need you those. You can definitely get a bunch of stuff too from Party City. They've got oh, a good, good point. Yeah, oh, good that's point. a good tip. A good tip. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Michelle, do you go home? I mean, so obviously you, you the, the event has shifted, but you still kind of do your own thing. Do you just go home and crash after this, or do you have to like go home and make dinner for everybody or your big meal for everybody? We host usually, so we go home. And <laughs> but I gotta say, it's still super fun. My parents come out to this each year, and and you know they visit from Florida, and then they bundle up and they come and stand at the track and help in whatever way they can. So it's it's really a family effort, and everybody gets involved, and then we all come back home and warm up and you know watch the parade and pull together you know our meal. There you go. I love it. I love it. We have you know, obviously our listeners are all runners and probably are planning to do a turkey trout. But in case there's like some one or two out there who are on the fence, can you give us a reason to go and do a turkey trot on Thanksgiving day or morning, I should say? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I just think it, it sets the tone for everything. I think as runners, we know that. That's generally why we start our days with our morning runs, right? It sets the tone and it allows you to just then start Thanksgiving off with that gratitude, right? That mm-hmm. gratitude of look what my body is able to do. Look what I get to be part of in my community and look what I have with the folks I get to celebrate Thanksgiving with. So it's definitely like gratitude in motion, right? For sure. Yeah. And whether that's running or pickleball, you know, just, (laughs) right. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. It is just, yeah. Just starting the day with family is, is good. I mean, family dynamics can always come into play no matter what. That's why I think running is a little better because you're, you're kind of in your own zone, right? Like pickleball there, you, you know, you have to change partners, people get mad at each other, you know, so got plenty of that coming down the pipe later. I know you better be prepared. Yeah. You don't don't get that. Let those pickleball games uh, matches be too heated. Yeah, yeah. You can spend the rest of the day with this with your lovely family. So exactly. Well, happy Thanksgiving to both of you. Thank you very much, Michelle, for joining us. You're lovely. And I think you gave people a lot of um, ideas and also just like a nice little, I I love like stories like that, that just Mm -hmm. make you just like, oh, this little thing grew up a little bit and everybody's moving and having a good time and and just it's a nice little Thanksgiving tale. So it is. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle. And happy Thanksgiving to both of you. Thank you. Same to you. It's been a pleasure. And if you need any more inspiration to head out for a turkey trot this year, here are a few more messages from the AMR community. Hey, this is Carrie McKinney from Ballground, Georgia. And I just have to say, is it even Thanksgiving if you didn't turkey trot? I have turkey trotted since my niece was a middle schooler way back in 2006. And I've done it just about every year. Some years are 5K, others are 10K or a half, but every year is a turkey trot before we go and gobble down all the yummy food. 
It's totally a tradition. Sometimes there's a tutu. There's always a lot of fun and laughs. And of course, now my own child doesn't really love it, but she knows we do it. So, yep. Cheers to all the turkey trotters. Hi, my name is Claire Bullock, and this is my turkey trot story. So when I started running uh, about five or six years ago, I said, I'm going to run a turkey trot for the first time. And I was celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, My family celebrates Thanksgiving every other year in Cleveland, Ohio. And I went to college in Ohio, and I called my college roommate to see if she would like to run with me. And sure enough, she did. She's wonderful. And it's one of my favorite times of year because we've elevated our turkey trots by wearing costumes. That first year we didn't wear it. It was just like, Claire, you're, you want to do this. We're just going to do it. And then costumes became a thing. And I started sending fun clothes to my friend before the race, like those turkey hats that look like a cooked turkey, some fun compression socks with turkeys on it and, you know, run now, gobble later kind of thing. And she always picks me up. She does not live in the city, but does drive us there. And it is usually this the best time to catch up. We have so much fun. We laugh. We talk about being moms. This year, her daughters, she has two daughters, uh, they ran Girls on the Run. And so I said, why don't you invite them to run the turkey trot with us? And I'll invite my daughter, who's seven, to do the turkey trot. Well, my daughter was like, sure. Do I get to wear a costume? And I'm like, sure. It's going to be cold. She's like, no problem. I have Cleveland blood, which is what her father says whenever he doesn't want to wear a coat and it's freezing outside. Her daughters, on the other hand, said, no way, mom, it's going to be too cold because they're smart. They're smart girls. So this year we are going to run the three of us, my daughter's first 5k in Turkey outfits. She wanted to wear a Turkey tutu. So we're going to get her that and we're going to enjoy each other. I am so grateful for my friend and her flexibility with my crazy ideas and waking her up and her driving, but most of all, just her friendship. And it's the perfect way to start Thanksgiving morning is with her. Hi, this is Sarah from Concord, California. Since November of 2014, I have turkey trotted each year with my family in our local community. Our family of five ran our first turkey trot in a neighboring city. And when our hometown of Concord opened up for its inaugural turkey trot the following year, we were in. It was such a great community event with friends everywhere we looked. The 30-degree temperatures at the start did not dissuade us from signing up the next year. I know, 30 degrees, but we're from California, so it was super cold to us. So I've spent every single year of our local at our local turkey trot with at least one family member. I love dressing up, and I even made a little felt turkey and pinned it to an orange hat that I had, and I've worn that each year. And then this year, I'm actually working on a new tulle skirt in fall festive colors because it's just so fun to dress up. The only years we didn't have it in 2020 and 2021, of course, because of the shutdown, that did not stop us. I still ran the course both of those years, one year with a friend and last year with my husband, and we even invited some of our cross-country kids to join us that we had coached previously. I think we had about 20 people total, and we just ran the course and celebrated and then went on our way home. 
So this year is even extra special to us because after the two-year hiatus, the race has been taken over by a new sponsor and the race director happens to be a good friend of ours. So my husband and I are helping with the planning. We're helping promote it. We've even helped set up the course and we've test run it a bunch of times. And this year, my whole family will be there. I'm super excited. So my husband's going to be helping. I'm running the event and then I'll be helping out. And then our three kids will be there as course monitors. And it's been so fun to be on the inside of the event. We're excited. Registration after being on hiatus for two years with the race, we're now over 650 runners. So we're super excited to bring a great community event back to our city. And the best part of it is that we have a local beneficiary called Loaves and Fishes, and they have food pantries all over our county, and they provide free meals to those in need throughout our five different dining rooms that they have. So it's so great to be part of something that gives back to our community and reminds us what this season of thankfulness is all about. Happy Thanksgiving. Our podcast today was produced by Barry Medore of Fire on the Bluff in St. Paul, Minnesota. Minnesota.